You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, episode number 37, season 7. I'm your man, E-Dub, ready to kick off the second half of the basketball season. And uh, the Hawks still have the potential to make it to uh, the playoffs. And we're going to be covering them uh, through the second half of the season. Man, we're excited, man. We're excited to be here. We're excited that you decided to join us. So wherever you are, make sure that you retweet, reshare, tell somebody about the podcast. Man, we appreciate all the support that we have um, been receiving thus far. So we appreciate you guys. So, um if you did not see the game tonight, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> what a doozy, man. But if you didn't see it, this is all that you need to know. Trey, driving, Trey, looking, gets rid of it, Tony Still for the win, good, he beats the buzzer, and the Hawks have the victory, 121 to 120. It looked like a busted play, but all of a sudden, Tony Snell ends up with the basketball, and he gets mobbed by his teammates. With- 
<laughs> Good win for the Hawks tonight, man. A back and forth game. We're going to get into it in just a minute, but Tony Snell knocks down the game winner as the Hawks escape. Yes, I said the Hawks escape Tampa with a victory. So we're going to move the housekeeping to the, to the back end of the podcast and we're just going to go ahead and get into it, man. Um, first things first, man, we want you guys to make sure that you're following us on Twitter so that you can be abreast as to everything that we have going on in our tweets. Before each game, we send out uh, our, what do we send out? Our keys to the game. <laughs> that a brain fart. Keys to the game, man. We send out our keys to the game just to kind of see uh, and kind of give our thoughts on how we think the game will go. And uh, let's go back and revisit those keys to the game. Again, if you're on Twitter, make sure you're following us at HawksBeat. That's all one word, HawksBeat. Uh, just follow us there, and uh, you'll see our in-game tweets and all that other jazz that we have going on on the Twitters. So um, let's go through some of these um, keys to the game. So the first thing I said was the Hawks Raptors tip off soon, which means post-game podcast, which we're doing now. We do our usual recap, 5-5, five, five, blah, 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 blah. Here we go. Start fast. That was my first key. Raptors are without Van Vliet, Siakam, and OG. I can't even say his last name, but you guys know who I'm talking about. So Hawks need to jump out early and not give their role players any optimism. The Hawks did exactly that. They jumped out early. But unfortunately, <laughs> Toronto came back. <laughs> Hawks getting up by as many as 19 points. And the Raptors battling back to um, grab a lead of their own, man. Uh, at one point, they were up by 15. So, just a game of Evan flows, man. A game of Evan flows. And I've told you guys all season long, basketball is four quarters. Man, I've seen some tweets like during the game, and I understand fans are passionate. Fans are passionate. But look, man, y'all got to realize this game is four quarters, and I know it sucks to give up a 19-point lead, but like Coach Nate said after the game, yeah, it's nice being up 19, but look, we only played 24 minutes. You know, like <laughs> there's still a whole half of basketball to be played. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, I, I, started, I thought that they started fast, put up 37 points in the first quarter. That's what you want to do. Uh, what you would like to do uh, in, in a perfect world is, is make sure all that time in the middle, <laughs> second and third quarter, got to make sure you keep all that stuff up as well. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. I said eat inside. I said Hawks should have the advantage with J.C. and Capella. Need to dominate the paint and not settle for lazy threes. Shot selection will be okay. Will be key. I thought the shot, the shot selection was just okay tonight. Um, some shots I didn't like. Some shots I thought were out of rhythm. Um, I don't think that they exploited the paint as much as I would have liked. Um, let me see if I can pull up the points in the paint. Let me see. So the Hawks had 42 points in the paint, and the Raptors had 48. Um, in a perfect world, I would like for the Hawks to dominate that stat. I mean, you still got Siakam out. I mean, but you got the Barnes kid in there. You got uh, Boucher. But 
Uh, Collins and Capella, I, I would just like to see them eat a little bit more on the inside, but that's just me. You won the game, so I guess that, that covers a lot of the, <laughs> the mistakes and the ills that you have made. But, uh, yeah, points in the paint was the key for me. Defense, not optional. Uh, doesn't matter who you play, guys at this level can score. You have to make and you have to bring defensive effort nightly, especially on a team like the Hawks who haven't been good defensively. So here's my thing with the Hawks. I thought the defense got better as the game went on. I thought in the fourth quarter they got some key stops. I thought that early on Clint Capella was really the only guy playing good defense, to be honest with you. I saw Tony Snell have a couple flashes, but... Um, I saw Capella get a couple of blocks and, and just cover some some bad perimeter defense. Thought the Hawks' perimeter defense was not good all night. I didn't think it was good all night. Norman Powell was just eating on them, man. Norman Powell was eating on the Hawks, and I think him just—I don't know what it was. Just th- that second half, he was just no longer aggressive. Uh, he was eating that first half, and the second half, he just wasn't that aggressive. But, um. I thought the Hawks, uh, Hawks buckled down and got stops when they needed. Down the stretch, that fourth quarter. So uh, they play defense, but in order to go on, if you want to go, if you want to get to where you're going, and that is the playoffs, you're going to have to play better defense. You're going to have to play better defense, better perimeter defense, and you got the win tonight. And I'm not going to poo poo on the win, but the defense wasn't that good to me. Wasn't that good, but you got the key stops, you got the W, so it is what it is. Um, so yeah, so those are the keys to the game that I had before the game. Um, again, make sure you're following us on Hawks Beat. We're going to take a quick little break on the other half. We're going to kind of recap the game, go into some of the other things that we have going on, and uh, just make sure you keep it locked, man. You listen to the Hawks Beat podcast, you ain't got nothing else to do, so stick around for the pod. Give us a tweet at Hawksbeat. Let us know what you like, what you love about the show. And uh, we'll be right back after this. Hey, guys, it's your man E-Dub, and I want to speak to all the Atlanta Braves fans. Once you finish listening to the Hawksbeat podcast, I want you to check out the 715 Braves cast. That's right, The 715 is a new podcast that will cover everything about the Atlanta Braves. So, if you're true to Atlanta, if you love your Braves as much as you love your Hawks, check out The 715 Braves cast. Alright folks, we are back. Hawksbeat Podcast, episode 37 of season 7. I'm your man, E-Dub, breaking down a Hawks win over the Toronto Raptors, Hawks get a uh, 121 to 120 victory over the Raptors. Last second buzzer beater by Tony Snell, and uh, all is well with uh, <laughs> all is well in the city of Atlanta. All is well in the city of Atlanta, man. Let's go ahead and break down this game a little bit. Starting in the first quarter, the first quarter Hawks came out like gangbusters. I thought that they really came out strong. They really came out. Uh, just really hitting fast, playing fast, uh, making shots, and uh, you put up 37 points in that in that first quarter, and you get the feeling early on that it is going to be a long night. Again, Raptors are without um, Fred Van Vliet. They're without Siakam, and they're out, uh, they're 
without OG uh, Ananobi. So that's a lot of firepower. Like, that is arguably their best three players. And for them to put up the fight that they put up, I mean, you got to credit Nick Nurse and those guys. I mean, they're a very scrappy team. You got to credit Kyle Lowry, who was uh, not good on the stat sheet, but this game had his imprint on it all over. But Hawks jump out to a big lead in that first quarter, 37-26. to Trey Young goes for 11 in that first quarter on 4-7 shooting. Gallo comes out the gate, hits a couple threes. He puts up eight points in that first quarter. And you get the feeling that, hey, man, they might have an academic night tonight. (laughs) Might have an academic night tonight. But then somewhere between, uh, somewhere in the second quarter, I don't know exactly when it was, there was, you started to get a little shaky feeling for the Hawks. And they just seemed a little bit out of rhythm. Um, Trey seemed a little out of rhythm. The starters seemed out of rhythm. And to be honest with you, I thought that the bench played a lot better in that second quarter than the starters. And you have for the next two quarters from the second quarter to the third quarter at one point. Let me see if I got the stat up here. Um, at one point over those over the span of those second and third quarters, after the Hawks got up by 19, and again, they got up by 19, and then something just clicked. I thought that the Hawks just got terrible on defense. They got lazy on defense, and um, they let Toronto do what they wanted to do. They let them do what they wanted to do. And over the next two quarters, second and third quarters, Toronto goes on a 60-34 to 34 run. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so you go from being up 19 to down uh, 15, you know, and it was just, they just took it. The pendulum swung, the pendulum swung and you had guys like, I mean, and it was balanced scoring for Toronto that second quarter. You didn't really have a guy doing all of the heavy lifting. It was just Atlanta stopped making shots in that, in that second quarter, you shot 35% and the Raptors shot 54%. So inevitably, inevitably, you really just switch positions <laughs> because in the first quarter, that's what you guys shot, and that's what the Raptors shot, and then you just switch. In the third quarter, much of the same, much of the same to the point that uh, you go, you come out of the half. The Hawks are up by five. The Hawks are up by five. You come out of the half, okay, time to get things going, get things rolling again. But your starters kind of stink up the joint again. They stink up the joint coming out of the half. Uh, nobody really balls. That third quarter, Norman Powell kind of goes off a little bit. He kind of eats a little bit. Uh, Norman Powell puts up 13 in that quarter. Chris Boucher puts up 10 in that quarter. And again, you're shooting 30-something percent for the quarter. That's part of that run that we're talking about. And the Hawks, I mean, defensively, they were a train wreck. They were a train wreck defensively and offensively. They just couldn't get things going. But, um, again, basketball is 48 minutes. Basketball is 48 minutes. I tried to tell folks, man. Folks are sending out tweets that, that this team had quit. And, like, you know, I'm, I mean, I, and, I, and I get it. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? You're a fan. I get the fan aspect. But I just want to say this. Even if you are a fan. The game is 48 minutes, y'all. The game is 48 minutes, you know. 
Like, you got to remember that. Like, it's 48 minutes. Just like you can get up 19, you can get down 15. So, you always got to think about that. You always got to think about that. So, third quarter was big for the Raptors. They outscored the Hawks 35-15. to You go into the fourth quarter, down 10. Now, in, in any other, uh, you know, any other time you look at this Hawks team, oh, man, we're going down 10 in the fourth quarter. You know, you pretty much close the casket. But I tell you what, man, as of late, you know, as of late, uh, this Hawks has been a much better fourth quarter team. You know, of course, small sample size, you know, going back to the magic or whatever. But Hawks are down 10 going into the fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, <laughs> you're like, well, we just got to see what happens, right? You got to see what happens. And uh, in the fourth quarter, and and I don't know when exactly things changed in the fourth quarter, but down the stretch, you had just some real freaky plays, right? So you have one play where, where John Collins misses a bunny off a fast break. He misses the layup. Trey gets the tip in. They call goaltending. But they review it, and it turns out that the ball was coming off the rim, so they give him the point. And then you have another play where, where Norman Powell gets fouled. Norman Powell, who is a close to a 90% free throw shooter, misses both free throws. And so you had little things like that going on in the fourth quarter, and it just had a weird flow to it. Um, at one point, Hawks cut the lead to five. Then within two minutes, they're down by 13. I mean, this is the kind of game that it was. It really was a game of runs. Uh, Hawks cut it to 10 with about five and a half left. They go on another run toward the end of, of the quarter. They go on a 12-0 run. They cut it to three with 355 left. They kind of just changed baskets. Some, look, you won the game. No one's going to crap on you because you won the game. However, it doesn't take a genius to see that there's still some things that need to be cleaned up in the fourth quarter. As far as turnover-wise, as far as shot selection, they still didn't play a really clean fourth quarter. I mean, Toronto didn't do themselves any favors with their execution down the stretch. You know, I think to me, to me, it looked like they kind of ran out of gas without having those three guys and they're just kind of spent, you know, the legs and, and playing lazy and missing free throws and stuff like that. To me, that was that was indicative of a team that just seemed tired. No excuse. I mean, hey, you get you out there, no one's going to cry for you, but that's kind of what it is. So so what I find what I found interesting about the game was look, that last minute it it was so much that went on, man. So much that goes on. You got Stanley Johnson again. You guys, you guys know <laughs> my thoughts about backup point guards and how they have destroyed Hawks in the fourth quarter. Um, Stanley Johnson makes back-to-back threes. Herder answers one of them. Raptors are up by four, right? Then Norman Powell goes to the cup and gets fouled. But he misses both free throws. Like that's something that you you simply just don't see. Misses both free throws. Trey comes down, makes a layup. Hawks are down by two. Lowry misses a 20-foot step back. 
But here's the thing. Hawks can't grab the rebound because Collins and Snell kind of bump into each other and ball goes out of bounds, 14 seconds left on the clock. They end up getting another shot. And uh, former Hawk DeAndre Bimry puts up an eight-footer. He misses, right? So now you got eight seconds left on the clock. Hawks ball. Hawks timeout. Seven, seven, I'm sorry, seven seconds left on the clock. What is Nate going to draw? What is Nate going to draw up? So on that, on that final play, um, Nate obviously draws up something with Trey going towards the basket, and that's something I like to see. I don't like to see them settling for threes and all that stuff. So it's going towards the basket. Trey does a marvelous job of drawing the double team. He's got a double team. He's in the paint. He looks around, and he could have thrown it to Gallo. Like, the obvious read was throw it to Gallo, Gallo take the shot, and that still would have been a good shot. But it probably wouldn't have been the best shot. Kevin Herter does a good job of getting out of the way, really. Snell slides over in the perfect position, and Trey just hits Snell with a beautiful pass in rhythm, and the defender can't get out there quick enough. Tony Snell sets his feet, and if you know anything about how Tony Snell has been shooting the ball these past, uh, the last month really, uh, you know it's buckets. You know it's buckets. So it was a good win for the Hawks, a good win for, um, you know, it was just a good win for the team, man. Good win for the team. Teams like this, I mean, wins like this. Uh, they don't come often. You don't come often with, with buzzer beaters, but it's always good to get that one under your belt. So let's take a look at the standings. And I know it's only been one game, but uh, we had two games last night. You still got some games going on. Uh, I had the split screen going on between Boston and Brooklyn. And, uh, man, that was a good game. Man, that was a good game. But uh, let's see where the Hawks are as of now. It's crazy because after that win tonight, the Atlanta Hawks, right now, currently, as currently speaking, 11 o'clock p.m., Hawks are currently the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference at 17 and 20. They're tied with Toronto. Of course, they got the tiebreaker over them. Pretty much from the four seed at Boston to the. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 seed. They're all four games apart. Like from 12 to 4 is only four games apart. So Hawks can lose a game and drop maybe drop down to 12. And they can win two or three more games and be up as close as the four seed. So listen, there's a whole lot of basketball left. whole lot of basketball left. And uh, we'll just have to see how this thing shakes out, man. We'll have to see how this thing shakes out. We're going to take another break. We'll be back to do our final segment. You're listening to the Hawksweet Podcast, episode 37 of season 7. It's your man, E-Dub. Stick around. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Tillman's Trinkets and Things. Custom jewelry ships straight to your doorstep. Every piece will be uniquely yours. So if you are looking for some custom bracelets or necklaces, go see our guy Jonathan at TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Again, that's TillmansTrinketsAndThings.com. Tell him the Hawksbeat sent you. You'll be happy you did. All 
All right, folks, we are back. Hawks Beat Podcast, episode 37, season 7, and uh, celebrating a Hawks win over the Toronto Raptors tonight. Uh, let's get into our final three segments of what we do. If you're new to the podcast, what we do on all the podcasts is we do three things. We do a Fab Five in which I tell you who were the five best Hawks. We'll do a good, bad, and ugly, and we will do a player of the game. So uh, out of all three of those, we're going to start with the let's start with the good, bad, and ugly. Good, bad, and ugly. The good, bad, and the ugly for tonight. I thought the good for, t- for tonight, the Hawks, I thought the good and the obvious thing to, to, for me to say would be the Tony Snell shot. No, I'm not going to say that. Not gonna say that. The good to me were the defensive stops that they got in the fourth quarter, because that's what's gonna get lost in the sauce, right? Um, you're gonna see Tony Snell all over Sports Center. You're gonna see everybody talking about the shot on social media. But if it wasn't for some of those defensive stops that they got in the fourth quarter, uh, there would have been no Tony Snell shot. So. To me, was the defensive stops that they got in the fourth quarter. That was the good. The bad for me was just that the the play in the second and third quarter. You know, and again, I, I I'm not too big. I'm I'm not gonna bust your balls and losing the lead. I mean, that happens. That's the NBA. That happens every single night in the league. I'm not worried about that. It's just the overall play. Um, I didn't like what I saw from the starters. Uh, some of those guys ended up with terrible plus minus numbers. I think Clint had a had a had a minus twenty three and Trey was was minus five. It's just second and third quarters. We, you like to kind of forget those, but um, that, and that's just relatively speaking. That's just kind of in a vacuum. But uh, you won the game, so I'm, you know we're, we're splitting hairs here. But if there was something bad, I would say definitely the play of the second and third quarters. Um, as far as the ugly. I don't know if I have an ugly for tonight. I think I just go with the good and the bad. I don't have anything that's really ugly tonight. Uh, both teams had moments that were good. Both teams had moments that were bad. It was a, a back and forth. You you kind of, I'm not going to say you didn't expect it because of who the Raptors had out, but uh, you kind of thought that the Hawks were going to kind of win this one a little bit more on cruise control. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the NBA, man. Those guys get paid too, but... Uh, you have to credit to the Raptors for fighting hard and, and playing. That's a tough team to play night in and night out, regardless of who is on the court. So salute to the Raptors. Um, Fab Five. Who was my Fab Five tonight? I, I would. Here's the thing. I thought the defense came in. Not the defense. I thought the second unit came in and gave you good minutes. Thought they gave you good minutes. However, I don't think, but because of the minutes that was played by the starters, it's hard for me to go with like a traditional five guy bench over the five starters. You know, so for my Fab Five tonight, it's gonna be the starters minus minus John Collins. John Collins is gonna be the odd man out. I'm gonna tell you why. He's the odd man out. Only because Gallinari, I thought Gallinari played a better game. I thought Gallinari played a better game. He hit more shots. He stayed out of foul trouble. John was dealing with the fouls. And it was just when he's dealing with the fouls, it's hard for him to get into the swing of things. He was 5 for 13. Gallo was 6 of 10. 
You know, John had 13 points. Gallo had 20 in limited minutes. Well, not limited minutes, 29 minutes. They both played about the same amount of time. But, uh, you know, John was a plus 9. Gallo was a plus 10. So, in in, in essence, I, I think that Gallo played a better game than Collins, you know. And I could have gone Capella there because Capella was a, was, a, was a negative 23. He was a minus 23 on the plus minus. However... Capella gets in because he got your 19 boards and he played good defense. He got your 19 boards and he played good defense. So that's why I'll take Capella over Collins. And my Fab Five tonight, I'm going to stick Gallinari in there with the starters. And, uh, yeah, that's the Fab Five. So we'll go We'll go through uh, just real quick. Trey Young, 37 points, 6 assists. Um, I, I thought... In the second and third quarter, he played a little hero ball. i got to be honest with you. Thought he played a little hero ball. Thought he tried to do a little bit too much in that second and third quarter. And I didn't really like what I saw. I didn't really like what I saw. Trey's the guy who's going to give you nine assists, nine to ten assists tonight. And my thing is this. I, I don't mind, you know, I'm not. Rarely am I going to bust him on his assist numbers. Like, nah, man, like. But you got six assists tonight, and you had six turnovers. Like, you can't be breaking even like that. And he, he'll he tell you that. Like, he'll tell you that. This isn't me crapping on him. He'll tell you that. So, uh, I mean, he dropped 37. I'm not going to bust his balls. But six assists, I, I can't have you six assists and six turnovers. I simply just can't do it. Um, Herter, 19 points. I thought Herter was good, especially in that fourth quarter. Again, one of the things lost in the sauce of tonight's game is the 12 points Herter had in that fourth quarter. Big shots, big plays, study play with poise, and, uh, you know, salute salute to um, Herter for the uh, 12 points in the fourth quarter. Tony Snell only had six points, but let me tell you something. It was a big six points. <laughs> I thought Tony Snell played good defensively, too. Like, I thought he played good defense tonight. Um, he was a plus 11. Uh, he, he he was two for four from sh- the shots he took, he made, you know. Two for four, you know. Tony Snell is just a pro's pro to me. He's just Mr. Stay Ready, a guy that you can count on, and, uh, you know, he he's making a name for himself, you know, making a name for himself. We, we you know you know what you're getting with Tony Snell. Uh Gallinari, I kind of talked about him a little bit earlier. 20 points, 6 10 shooting, 4 of 8 from 3. That's the Gallo you want. He even gave you 5 rebounds. He even gave you 5 rebounds. Like that's not expected from Gallo. <laughs> like again, here's the thing with Gallo. If Gallo's not making shots, he don't need to be out there. He made shots tonight, so he he need to be out there. So it's as simple as that. Uh, and the last guy in the Fab Five is Clint Capella. Nine points. Not a good night offensively. 19 points. But uh, I thought he was good defensively. I had a couple block shots. Had five block shots, actually. And he had some some uh, shot altering. Uh, some, some He altered some shots. So sometimes altering a shot is better than blocking a shot. So uh, I give credit to Capella. So my Fab Five for tonight, Young, Herder, Snell, Gallinari, and Capella. So no disrespect to JC. He'll be up in there again. But that's just my Five for tonight. And the player of the game, drum roll please, Tony Snell. Uh, again, six points. But the game-winning three, and it was just Mr. Stay Ready. You ain't got to get ready if you stay ready. <laughs> so, uh, salute the one, Mr. Tony Snell. The Tony Snell game. Maybe I should call this podcast the Tony Snell game. <laughs> 
even though he only had six points, but makes a huge shot in the end and um, lifts the Hawks to victory. 17 and 20 on the season now, the same record as the Toronto Raptors currently, as 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 uh, as of 11:24 <laughs> Eastern Time, they are the A seed in the Eastern Conference. So, so um, one last thing, let's get through some uh, housekeeping. Uh, a big part of what we do is on the social media front. So we invite you to connect with us on our social media. Make sure you connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our uh, username is at HawksBeat. That's all one word. And uh, subscribe to the podcast as well, folks. We would love for you to subscribe and give us a, a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We would greatly appreciate that. And uh, what else am I forgetting? The YouTube page. We're on all the social platforms. So connect with us. Tweet us. Follow us. And, uh, again, we thank you for all the support. Everybody that checks out the podcast, whether you check it through Reddit, Instagram, whatever the case may be, we're we really appreciate all you guys. So, like we always say at the end of every pod, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. So, if you do not know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.